As of uh, this evening, the fire is 904 acres for 12% containment. Uh, we've worked aggressively throughout the day and have not seen, uh, seen very little fire growth. We continue to have challenges on the west side of the fire along the Uber River drainage. Crews are working aggressively uh, and are uh, working on constructing control of containment line, but the, uh, the topography and steep terrain has posed some challenges. On the eastern side of the fire, adjacent to Pleasant Valley Road and northwest of French Corral, uh, crews have uh, been able to uh, mop, begin mop up. We've seen no growth in the fire's perimeter there. Uh, we'll continue to work aggressively throughout the night and into tomorrow throughout the evening. We do anticipate seeing some uh, increase in the containment percentage of this fire, and we will update in the morning. Uh, to talk about evacuation and repopulation, I'll turn it over to my partner, Unified Incident Commander, Captain Sam Brown. Thank you, Chief Hudson. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm here on uh, behalf of Sheriff Shannon Moon, try to give an update of where we're at and what's going on. Uh, we're excited. We're definitely not out of the woodwork yet, uh, but we do come in with some good news. Uh, Nevada County Sheriff's Office remains in unified command with CAL FIRE. Uh, they've been great partners. We really appreciate the uh, efforts and everything that they put forth. They help support us here at the Fairgrounds and Incident Command, and also uh, just their, their folks in the field that are, that are on the ground actually doing a lot of the hard work. On top of that, you know, just a thank you to our staff who are continuing to work relentlessly throughout the evening and day hours to, to ensure that the area stays safe. So due to the uh, aggressive uh, fire attack that they've been making, we do have the ability to make some uh, repopulation. Unfortunately, it's not going to be for the entire area, but we're going to break down where things are at, what progress we have made, and, and hopefully uh, continue to make good plans to move forward. Um, I think it's important, you know, before I go into the areas that are being lifted, um, that some areas are being downgraded into warnings, and people still need to be safe and be paying attention. The, the fire is not out. Our fire partners are assuring us that uh, they're monitoring and, and ensuring that things are, are going the best that they can, but we can't control Mother Nature. And I think it's important for uh, people in the community to remember that as they try to return home. Also remember while you're driving on the roads and people are going home that uh, we still have first responders out in the area. There's a lot of heavy equipment out in the area and people really need to take it slow. Uh, these aren't roads that are heavily traveled, uh, although they're paved and most of them and, 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 and well-maintained. There's a lot of areas where fire engines and things are gonna be going through and we just need people to be patient and take their time and, and, and work together with the first responders to ensure that the community stays safe. There are going to be some areas uh, marked off with uh, signs uh, that aren't going to allow people access to that. That's leading into the fire areas. And we really need people to understand that those, safe, those zones are not safe and do not drive into those areas. Again, we will have patrols out in the area to ensure that hopefully that people aren't doing anything that's going to make them unsafe. But we need the community to cooperate and help uh, make this happen. For most updates, and you can... Get all of our live updates right now at community.zonehaven.com. And you can also go to readynevadacounty.org. Uh, the Zonehaven uh, web address will help you to get to the zones to see updates of things that are going on and where places are at. So with our current evacuations that are in place, we're going to be lifting evacuations in zones NCO-E383 and NCO-E329. Those are both going to be downgraded into warnings, but I really want to emphasize and if you look on the map uh, in, in Zone Haven, that the areas that were listed as warnings are going to continue to be listed as warnings because we're not in the clear yet. Like I said, our fire partners believe that we have the ability to control where we're at, uh, but they also can't control Mother Nature. And if things do go bad, we need people to be on alert and paying attention. We want to get people in, in their homes, but we also want people to be safe. And, and we can never guarantee that the fire won't take a turn in, in where things are at. Uh, one thing that people will see on the map is that we ended up splitting one of our zones, Zone NCO-E029 has been split for repopulation purposes, 
And it's going to be important if, if you're looking at the map to uh, pay attention. E0, E029B, B as in boy, is still going to be in the mandatory evacuation area. And that's the northern portion of that zone. If you're in that zone and you have questions, please contact our office. We'll try to link you up with somebody and, and make sure that you understand what's going on. It'll be a, a lot smaller of a population. And we want to make sure that we're attending to you as best we can. We are going to have road control going on. So uh, uh, about Pleasant Valley and Bridgeport area, there'll be a road closure that will only allow residents in. We really want to caution this as we're going into the 4th of July weekend. That's a pretty popular area, uh, but we really do need to control this for our emergency vehicles going in and also so that we can safely get our, our residents back to their homes and, and secure uh, without having the fear of, of lots of traffic and different things that go on. On the other side of Pleasant Valley Road, we're also going to have a, a roadblock at the Birchville Road intersection, and that's going to only be, again, allowed for residents to go through that area, as well as our, our first responders uh, for uh, continuing to fight the fire. Uh, we do request that people bring their uh, ID cards and things like that, something to help us show proof, but we understand that that might not be possible, and we'll hopefully be working well with people that are in the field to try to identify who should be in the area and who shouldn't. We're still trying to protect people's homes so that we don't end up with situations like looting or anything of that nature and, and protect people's property while we're moving forward. We believe, uh, based on an estimate, uh, that this will help us to get about 250 people uh, back into their homes. It's, it's hard to really generate true accurate numbers and, until we can link up uh, some of our information with our GIS and truly understand because even though there's properties and we know there's owners out there, we can't really tell who's living out there uh, without really doing a home-to-home -home assessment and ensuring what's going on. We also still have an animal shelter that is operating here at the Nevada County Fairgrounds. Up to date, they have about 132 animals. Our animal evac team has been working extremely hard to help bring in animals and then also care for them while they're here. Hopefully this will help uh, get a boost in getting people to get their animals back home and, and also give people a sense of security that they, they don't have to rush, but we're going to do our best to help maintain. It also helps to alleviate the big load that our staff has had here at the fairgrounds as well. And again, I just want to end uh, before taking any questions and saying thank you to our, our partners in, in CAL FIRE. They've been pretty amazing. Uh, we always really appreciate the relationship of where things are at, and uh, we want to continue that relationship as we move forward in this operation.